This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time to line them up. Opening lines, line moves, and how money is moving the sports betting market. Line them up with Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio. Get ready to place your bets. It is time to line them up right here. Beck UL Daily presented by Fan Duel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Tuesday morning. And it's our first time to look ahead here a little bit to college football. This is week three, right? We did zero. We did one. We did two. Yeah. I call think- this? So what what were the odds that after two weeks we would have a head coach fired? Because that's what happened yesterday. Play hell USC. boy. USC, just quickly on that, USC is a disaster. I mean, that program can't figure it out. And they have all these names. And, like, they just – it's been so bad since Pete Carroll left. Like, you think about it, that program for about a decade was unbelievable. Like, they were there every year. Every recruit wanted to go there. Every quarterback who wanted to get to the NFL, right, that Mark Sanchez, Carson Palmer, Liner, they're all top ten picks. They all end up there. And since then, it's just, like, you forget they exist. Firing a coach in the, se- the third week of the season? Like, why? if you find that coach now, why don't you fire him before the season started? What are you doing? Listen, I mean, it's just we need to recalibrate how we think about USC mm-hmm. because people, th- like, Clay Helton was the guy that was there forever, right? right? Clay Helton. Like, what does he bring to the table? What cachet does he bring? Like, nothing. He's Clay Helton. Kind of tells you where they are in the college football landscape. They're not viewed as a top 10 uh, they were once top three, top five. I don't even think they're top ten anymore. You know what really says something? All the quarterbacks that are in the SEC that are from California. Is it, I think Bryce Young is a California kid. right? When they yeah. can't keep the quarterbacks in California, the top prospects in, in, at USC, it's trouble. All right, let's line up some games here for the third okay, let week me, of the let me throw out Let me throw out some candidates that are out there. Let me see if any of them interest you because okay. one, one is by you. Like He's on every list for this USC job. Uh, Fox Sports threw this out. Top five, the ones that are head coaches. Mario Cristobal, P.J. Fleck, Luke Fickle. Get to that in a second. James Franklin, Urban Meyer. <laughs> so the the Franklin thing is interesting because I think everyone in, in the area I am in thinks Franklin has always been using Penn State as a stepping stone. One, he wants one more jump. I could see that. I could also see it not working out at USC the way they wanted to because I don't think he's a very good coach. He is a good recruiter, though. So if they want to recruit again... I think James Franklin could probably convince kids to stay in California and play there. I can see that. Urban Meyer. <laughs> <laughs> could that he really quit? Hilarious. So I saw I want that. Yes. I don't know if it was fake or not. I didn't I didn't do a deep dive enough. But I, I saw something where someone posted like a screenshot of his I guess his wife's on Twitter. And she responded to someone like was asking, Are you leaving? And she said something like, We I love Cal I love Florida. Like she doesn't want to go. So take that for what you will. But, I, but what is she gonna say? Yeah. Well, I mean, she could not respond, right? Like she, she I was going to gonna say, don't respond. Yeah, I hate it when respond. girlfriends and wives like get into the middle of this kind of thing. It's like, don't just don't just do it. Amazing However, how this happened. Like everyone's like, I, Urban I, might leave. Be, because we have no idea. We probably don't talk about it enough. They have a lot to say, right? 
Like, oh, of course. And she's like, it's no, family. it's not happening. Yeah. Right. Um, Adam Rittenberg, friend of the show from ESPN, pointed out that the AD did hire Lou Fickle at Cincinnati. So Fickle makes sense. He time. was. Um, I don't know if he's trying to. He's trying to leverage Cincinnati, which we'll talk about here in, as we line up the games. I don't know yeah. if Luke Fickle's trying to leverage his success at Cincinnati to do something soon because he actually was on the list of interviews for the Eagles when they hired Sirianni. Like they had a couple college coaches. It's, his name keeps popping up. He just feels like he's going to be coaching in the Big Ten soon, right? Yeah, right. Like he's going to jump from Cincinnati to the Big Ten. All right, let's line up some games this weekend. All right, Nebraska at Oklahoma. Nebraska getting 22 points. All right, my first thought on this is (laughs) I watched Oklahoma not be able to put away Tulane. And Nebraska, although I don't love that team, and we we ripped on this quarterback before, but this is a real football team. It's not Tulane. It's a Big Ten team. I, I will take the 22 points. I like that side of this. 22 points. Like, well, why would I trust Oklahoma? Wow. Because they're great. Because they're going to win the championship. That's why. Right, Aaron? Because they're going to win This is going to be a massive victory for Oklahoma. Um, Adrian Martinez has been a huge letdown. Scott Frost is the laughing stock of coaches right now. OU put up 76 points last week. Um, he's got the Heisman candidate, Spencer Rattler, there leading that explosive Lincoln Riley airborne offense. I think this smells like OU massive victory. It has it written all over it, right? You with me, Joe? Now, now take this with the giant grain of salt because I, I ripped Adrian Martinez more than anybody on this show. Like, I hate the mm-hmm. guy. But... <laughs> he hates <laughs> the guy. Damn. I'm this sick of watching him play football. Kid. It's been 22 22- no, he's not a college kid. He's been there 26 years, okay? <laughs> now, it was Buffalo and Fordham in their last two games. However, if you if you look like it, look at quarterback leaders in the country, he's number one in EPA. He's top 10 in QBR in the country, which really stood out. Give me the Sooners. <laughs> Nebraska plus 22. I cannot yeah. trust Oklahoma to put anybody away. Okay. Game number two this week, Cincinnati travels to Indiana. It's an interesting game. You mentioned Fickle. Cincinnati minus three and a half on the road at Indiana. I was disappointed in Indiana when they played Iowa in their first game. I expected more. The quarterback last year really showed a lot before he got hurt. Cincinnati comes in top 10 team. They're only a three and a half point favorite on the road at Indiana. My first lean on this is Cincinnati. Like, they're a really yeah. good team. I And it's not a big number. Three and a half? We're not talking like... When I first saw the game, I thought five and a half, six and a half, just just off the two teams. Three and a half, I like Cincinnati. You know Cincinnati's next game? Notre Dame. Notre Dame. A little look ahead? I'll say no, because they okay. do happen to have a bye next week. But um, I don't think Penix is 100%. Uh, we saw that early on. I will say, though, that Iowa loss suddenly doesn't look as bad because they're top five team in the nation right now. That's how great the Hawkeyes look. But uh, Penix, until I see something closer to the version of him last year, I mean, right now he's not a top 100 quarterback. That's what the numbers tell you. So if I know they're at home. They're going to be amped up, top 10 team coming in. But I also lean Bearcats. Yeah, I, I just feel like they're just – they're a lot better right now. Then that's – the number is not big enough for that impacts the way I think about it. West Virginia – excuse me, West Virginia hosting Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech – getting three points on the road at West Virginia. This it feels like a toss-up game. I, I will look, say this, though. West Virginia is good at home. Uh, when you look at West Virginia, what they've done at home, 6-0 and straight up last six home games. 
I know uh, Virginia Tech had the first opening week that was pretty good for them, and, and they got yep. themselves back up again. But I like West Virginia in this game in in, in their in their uh, in their building. So I thought it was pretty interesting that this opened three, but it moved off the three to two and a half. So keep that in mind. West Virginia, the home favorite. Vatek with the great start. Everyone remembers the uh, opening win against North Carolina. So West Virginia has Virginia Tech. You know what they have next week? They're going to Norman. Wow. Ooh. This is tougher. This is a really tough spot for them. I understand why uh, Virginia Tech is getting some support. So I would take an early look on the Virginia Tech side. West Virginia has covered the spread twice this season, one favored by two and a half points or more. That's interesting. So they got the, the cover already. Um, and that look ahead is is interesting, too. That's always this time of year, right? When you play these kind of weird cross-conference games, like what's yeah. – you start thinking about that a little bit. What's next week? Where are they going next? Who are they playing next? Um, here's an interesting one. And one – years ago, I never thought we'd even bring this game up, but it's relevant never. now. Never. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is a game, if you told me five years ago we're doing a show like this, I'd say we wouldn't even touch this game. But Coastal, minus, Coastal Carolina, minus 16 at Buffalo. And by the 16? way, 16 16 is the number I, I saw this morning. 16. Um, by the way, <laughs> we just want to welcome in welcome in our audience out in Buffalo. We're now live in Buffalo on WWKB AM 1520, the Bet Buffalo. So we are now in Buffalo. And if you're listening in Buffalo, you can listen, obviously, where you are. Or watch or listen in the Odyssey app. Um, and you can watch on Twitch, but we're in Buffalo now. So do we have to be um, let's be kind to the Buffalo audience right now? No, they got their okay. tails kicked in by Nebraska last week, 28 to 3. Yes, so I don't think, think we have to be too kind. FanDuel Sportsbook, it's 13 and a half. Okay. 13 okay. And a half. However, it seems like people are just blind betting Coastal Carolina. This opened <laughs> at 11 and it's 13. Why? Because they keep covering. They covered all last year and they covered their first two games this year. Uh, last week it got dicey, but Friday night game, that was uh, one of my lightning bets. Uh, that came through against Kansas. They took down Citadel. They have, uh, they still have the quarterback, Grayson McCall. So hmm. there's no, it seems like no stopping Coastal Carolina, but um, I would think this will continue to go in one direction. The point spread will continue to go up. At one point, uh, the books will just make them favored by too much here. But on the road, two touchdowns against the Mac team. Interesting. Grayson has passed for 507 yards with three touchdowns and zero interceptions. This Coastal Carolina offense, I think it's lethal. It looks unbeatable, especially against these smaller schools. Let me throw this in there. We'll if see, you're yeah. Looking for the type of game it's going to be. I just don't know how Buffalo slows down the Coastal Carolina passing attack. So, the, so Coastal Carolina is averaging 13.2 yards per pass attempt. And Buffalo's allowing over 10 per pass 10. Like, that's just chunk plays after chunk plays. That's how you put points Oof. on the board. I, I just – I don't know how Buffalo slows them down. I, I wouldn't mind laying the points. Coastal Carolina is the real deal. All right, Michigan State getting six and a half points at Miami. I, I would say this is a pair of disappointing programs, programs that people think should be better or once upon a time were better. I don't know. Like this, Is there any juice here at all for this game, Michigan State at Miami? I don't feel any. I'm not betting on Manny Diaz, I'll tell you that much. I, there's no backing that dude. I mean, in Michigan State, I guess it's kind of a surprise or 2-0. and They had an easy game last week. They yeah. started the season with that uh, Friday night game against mm -hmm. Northwestern, a winner. They got crushed by Alabama. I, you know, They won, but I thought it was a very disappointing effort last week against Appalachian State. You know, we've got cats flying down from upper levels of the stadium. All sorts of stuff was going on with the Miami game. But the bottom line here is I don't trust Manny Diaz and De'Eric King. 
is another guy. Doesn't look like he's healthy. He's not the dear King we remember from a couple of years ago. Coming mm -hmm. off the ACL, so it's certainly understandable. But until I see the old King, I can't back Miami. Miami just lost their running back, Don Chaney, out for the season, and the Hurricanes lost their starting linebacker, Keontra Smith, who will miss several weeks with a leg injury. MSU, just Michigan State's just not the same Michigan State it used to be. Um, mm -hmm. They did have that good win against Northwestern to start the year. Kenneth Walker, he's averaging 10.7 yards per carry and five TDs. This is a tough one. Yeah, uh, I'm not, I'm not going to be betting this one. I don't love this game either. I just, I don't, I wish I was excited to watch it, but you're right. I mean, the quarterback at Miami doesn't look right. And that's, that, that was the whole thing coming into the season. All right, let's jump to this one. Interesting game. Purdue getting 12 points at Notre Dame. Joe, you were on Notre Dame, not looking great the last couple of weeks. I mean, really just kind of disappointing. Yeah. They're, they're giving 12 points at home. Now, Purdue, we don't think much of them, but they are 2-0. and So it's not like they're coming in 0-2. They haven't been terrible so far. They're 2-0. What's your what's your first read on this Tuesday? Is Notre Dame going to cover this number? Well, it's seven at FanDuel Sportsbook, and a lot of places have it at seven and a half. Yeah, you might want to look to the Purdue side. Mm -hmm. At some point, the number is going to be out of whack because people are going to fade Notre Dame. I want to see what happens with this number. Um, In-state <laughs> game, so it's kind of like Purdue's Super Bowl because, you know, they're sick of hearing about how great Notre Dame is. And uh, Notre Dame, they shouldn't be 2-0 right now with their performances defensively against Florida State and Toledo. And Purdue actually has a pretty good quarterback here in Plummer. So uh, he's ranked very high early on in the season. Uh, you've got to look at the underdog as long as it's more than touchdown. Yeah, totally I feel like the should... Notre Dame defense, sorry, just is Brutal. giving up, you know, really big plays that have allowed teams that aren't that good to hang around when really they shouldn't be. For sure. The total usually goes under when these two teams play. Historically, it's been an under game. But the way Notre Dame's defense is playing, with, I think the total's at 58 and a half. I would not be surprised if this thing ended up uh, as an over here because that, I mean, the Notre Dame defense just doesn't stop anybody right now. That's It doesn't look sure. good. Beck QL Daily presented by FanDuel Sports. We've got a lot to get into coming up here. Let's first look at Survivor. Where's the play for week two in the NFL? Joe G, Joe O, Aaron Hawksworth, Survivor, our first play. That's coming up next right here on Beck QL Daily presented by FanDuel Sportsbook on the Beck QL Network. The biggest game this Sunday is Kansas City versus Baltimore, and FanDuel Sportsbook is about to make it even bigger because FanDuel is giving new customers 30-1 to 1 odds on either team to win. That means you can end the weekend right by winning $150 on a $5 bet. Look, I can't go... I can't go away from the best quarterback of pro football. That is where my money always has to be. He is the guy, and I will take the quarterback of Kansas City to win every single time you give me a matchup. I'm going that side. Look, I love same-game parlays, and I love taking one here, maybe the over pass the yards, the over with the rush yards for the other quarterback. Just one of the reasons why I love FanDuel. It's easy to use, safe and secure, and those fast payouts are there when you win. Just sign up promo code BECQL this Sunday before the Chiefs take on the Ravens. You can win $150 on a $5 bet. Remember to use promo code BECQL so they know I sent you. Must be 21 and over and present in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. First online real money wager only. Refund issued at non-withdrawable site credit that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, and Virginia. In Tennessee, call the Tennessee Red Line at 1-800-889-9789. In West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. 